Alright, we're going. Alright, what's up, y'all? We're back. This is, uh, I guess we're going to call it the uh, podcast after party. Yeah, so. The uh, fifth quarter. We wrapped up the podcast. But just about, to kind of uh, wrap up. About an hour ago. And that, was it really that long ago? Maybe 30 minutes. I think it was like 20 minutes. Uh, it was like 11.30. Oh. Anyway, we wrapped up the podcast not too long ago. I was going to let you take it from there. We wrapped up the podcast. Oh, yeah, we wrapped long. it up not too long ago. Um, but, you know. We still. We just. We got so much to say to you. We sh- I think we just. We decompress. Like, we talk about this a lot. Probably because we don't have many friends on here. No one really likes us. No, we don't have any friends. But we've got more than some people. Was that in- inside joke? No, but it could be. Oh, okay. Anyway, I have one friend. His name's Sam, and Sam has one friend. His name's Alex. Um, and so we spend a lot of time with each other discussing this stuff. And so then when we record the podcast, it's kind of like the culmination of our like discussions for the week or for the day or whatever. And then afterward, I think we just kind of need to decompress, in which we just continue to discuss the situation. And but just I think in a little more informal of a format. So anyway, this is uh we're just gonna kinda wrap things up hopefully on this discussion. Yeah. You wanna take it? Nah, Hold I actually nerd. have no idea what we were talking about anymore. Um so anything else on the elections? Or are we on a new? Can we be on a new stuff? You have no outstanding comments on the elections? One thing, one thing, one thing that I just think is kind of bizarre is uh, the international monitors. I think it's weird that just about every international monitor said, "Oh, like at various voting booths, we saw, you know, like vote buying. We saw um, party activists like entering the the mesas and stuff without uh, credentials." But everyone also concludes that. The event, the elections were very legitimate. Were very, were fair, were open and free. So, it's it seems like very like juxtaposing notions of what went on at. So you think international observers were saying everything is cool? Most of them, yeah. Yeah, I thought so too when we were out there. The vast majority. We had some, you know, fairly extensive discussions with some international observers when we were out there. Yeah. We were out there visiting different uh, polling places around Progreso on election day. And we got some pretty interesting conversations with Hondurans and then some, you know, some people that were speaking English that were uh, international observers. Yeah, and they seemed from Ireland or something. Yeah, very interesting dude. Yeah. Very interesting dude. Uh, yeah, he had some interesting thoughts. But yeah, he's, he, for the most part, said that everything looked calm and all of his uh, buddies that he's there with seemed to think the same. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, it doesn't seem like anybody was crying foul during the election or really much after. But you just kind of know, and you read when well, you. I would, re- say, I would say I would say most most of them are admitting that like that there was vote buying and stuff like that. Yeah. To a, a certain degree, most of them are are admitting and saying, "Yeah, that happened." But I think they all have also seen this election as a step forward for a lot of reasons with the clarity and transparency. Oh, so the they're saying elections. like, "Yeah, it was bad, but it's it's not nearly as bad as it could have been." Or that yeah, that's kind of that's kind of like past. like the impression I've gotten. Yeah, because the, I mean, there's been a ton of issues. Like three uh, Libre Libre Party activists were assassinated like two days before the election. Yeah, there was some. Um, I mean, there was shady stuff going down 
all the time. People, you know, I, we we met that dude who was like listed as dead. Uh, yeah, I mean that was like common. That was like that's the most. We heard we heard uh, from like people up here uh, in in El Progreso that they were given like a tenth of the bonus of of ten thousand oh, here, yeah. and they were promised to get the rest only if one Orlando won. Dude, and we, we should put, like, we on could shortlist and stuff. We could do a podcast about all of the like fraud conspiracies or like interesting fraud claims. Yeah, that was that would be, be pretty interesting. interesting when the dude that'd be kind of just kind of like a fun like the, fun uh, way to do it. Maybe get some conspiracy fact, theories out there. Be fact, we could be the yeah, fact on like the a JFK <laughs> JFK assassination type thing. We just all thought kind of like theories that we've heard. But yeah, yeah. there's there's like this whole uh, bono thing, which is like a bonus. Monthly bonus that gets paid to like single mothers, and they like did a bonus right before the election, so everyone was getting like ten thousand lempira in their pocket. Lempira is the money that they use down here, and but then some places they were saying, well, there'll be another one just like this if Juan Orlando wins the election. So like, make sure he wins the election, and then some in other places they'd be like, give them half the bonus, like you said, or like not any bonus. They'd be like, all right, well, we're gonna hold this bono for you until after Juan Orlando wins the election, if he does. Uh, so. I don't. That's an interesting one. The the whole dead people showing or people's people names coming up as dead on the dead. on the voting list, or then people using dead people's identification and being permitted to vote. This whole like yeah. dead. That's just a creepy topic in general. I think that'll be interesting to discuss. Uh, what, then there's like all these. If you do if you do enough reading online, you'll find reports of uh, and talk to people in the streets. You'll hear reports of like actual money exchanging hands at voting places. Which is just crazy to think that, like, you go in there and vote for this party, you know, on your way out, you know, I'll slap 25 bucks in your hand. I read somewhere that that was, like, the going rate for a vote. Going rate for a vote, It was, like, a 500 lempira. It was, like, a 500 lempira bill, which is, like, the biggest bill. Uh, And that's a, uh, it's, like, about, it's roughly $25. And, like, they'd slap one of those in your hand if you voted, you know, for Juan Orlando uh, on your way out the door. Which is, you know, interesting stuff to investigate, too. Yeah, I was reading about, um... Um, one one place where like the mayor of the town was sitting right in front of where you dropped your ballots to vote. Oh, dude, that, that is. I saw that too. That dude that does it exists online. Did you see the picture? No. Like, uh, we should call inti- voter intimidation. Dude, I thought about this from one of our podcasts. We should go find that dude because it was a really interesting story. That like because it's crazy because they like name the mayor the mayor right. with doing like this crazy thing of vote fraud that would get any other mayor in the United any mayor in the United States would be immediately kicked out of office. For, like, what this guy's caught doing, like, on camera, basically. And, like, what's cut because it's Honduras, like, no one's held accountable. So, like, this dude's still the mayor. And the report was basically that, like, he was in the voting place, like, sitting next to the booth where people would go in and vote with, like, a cowboy hat on. And he would, like, cheer people on as they went and voted. Like, he was, like, watching a sporting event. And then... Afterwards, that's awesome. He it was like this shit goes down in Honduras. So it's like, and everyone knows what parties he with. Like, so everyone knows, like, as walking the voting place, like, oh, this dude, like, one last time, this guy, like, runs your city. And then it was sit, and there's this report. This is, you know, I'm not, I'm just relaying what I, a report that I read, which I thought was hysterical and. Very well written and a great report, and I very much want to know where this person got their information because it's very interesting stuff. But that this dude was sitting there cheering on uh, 
his his constituents as they enter the voting place, and that after the uh, after the uh, polling session closed, he was seen outside the polling place handing out hundred lumpier bills. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hundred lumpier is like five dollar bill, and he was like seen seen outside the voting place handing out five dollar hundred five dollar bills. Which is a good amount of money. Five dollars, that's probably more like twenty dollars in the US. Yeah, it's like a grocery uh, store like, like yeah, going it's a twenty dollar bill. Uh as as he exits the voting place to people that he saw voting for. What him. A, what, oh man, that is ridiculous. It's crazy. But like that everyone that, that's that's a report on the internet with pictures, dude, with pictures. Like people were there as this was happening, it's documented and witnessed by many. And this and there now it's known, few, but like this dude will be, this dude will probably be the mayor of that city for the next twenty five years. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's yeah. fucking, it's fucking crazy. Um, God, there's so many stories like that. I think it'd be cool to do a podcast like that, where we kind of like um, delineate and run down some of these like mirrored conspiracy theories. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think we should roll out to that place where. The Mayor's the mayor was. It's called. Oh, man, I had it written down like. I don't want the city out there. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Figure it out. Um. Anyway, but yeah, I think it'll be a fun podcast. Oh, it was in Santa Barbara. It was in. Uh, yeah, I think it was in Santa Barbara. It was in near Santa Barbara. Yeah, but it was in the um, territory Santa Barbara. It's like a county. Oh, that'd like be a county. fun place to visit. It'd be cool, nice, yeah, cool, dude. cool weather Take up there. We go check that out. Um, yeah, I think it'd be cool that'd to do some sick. like investigative stuff. Where we actually sick. get on the ground and start interviewing like yeah. people that we. we talk I mean, the about. other thing we've always talked about doing is interviewing the people like right around here, right around our block. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. His, uh, like we got this haunted house on on one corner. We got oh, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a bus magnet. Magnate? Is that what they're called? Like a the, bus mag? Yeah, he's like a... Uh, he's he like the Rockefeller of bus owners and hunters. Yeah. He's the man. Then so we yeah. got this weird-ass like workshop that does like bus upholstery. Our street... Just bus upholstery. Our, I think we could do 10 podcasts on our street. And on our street, it, there's only five houses on our block. We've got the old, the old lady on the corner who like... No one knows what's going on, but I think she's... Like magical, like she has magical powers. Yeah, she might be. A witch. I very much respect her, and I've never met her, so I have. There's some sort of aura about her. What I love she's about got, her, she's she's definitely like around eighty years old. She's old. I don't she's know if she's as old as they yet. get. Maybe she's in the seventies still, but she's an old little old lady, little old hundred. It's lady. a majestic situation. And every once in a while, she's got this great like space. She, her house is like on stilts. She has a plantation, a plant like a New Orleans plantation, plantation. Jesus, can't can't talk. Style a house. plantation style house where it's like up on stilts and to like protect it from flooding. It's a big house. It's a too. big house for Honduras, and it's up on stilts, so it just has like this very slave type, like banana plantation type, like feel to it, and it's very old and raggedy. Like it very looks like if like raggedy. I like like ran into it. It's like an it old. Would, I might down, knock it over. Down here, it's an old. Uh, it's an old banana banana company house, actually. So it actually is literally the same houses that are built in Louisiana. Oh, yeah, it's, it's exactly. Like they they even use the same wood when the United Fruit Company actually chiquita a banana around here when they came down here in the like forties, probably. They started building all of these houses, maybe even earlier than the forties. 
banana. Yeah, it's a banana plantation house. It's incredible actually to see, like, to actually live next to it because it's just a constant reminder of the past. That's what's great about Honduras. Like these very old, not quite historical because they're still like living memories of them. They're still like, like functioning. Very yeah. certainly from a different era altogether, different generation altogether. Still very much present within like this city. It's crazy. Anyway, this house is very cool looking, but like very raggedy. Like like I said, yeah. it looked like a stiff breeze could knock but this the, thing over. My favorite thing about her and 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 that whole corner is she's got this house. She's got this like you know that space between the the ground and her and her bottom yeah, floor. Yeah, like upwards where, up on stilts where she can just like hang out. And every like once a week, you walk by and she's there with someone dancing salsa. I think it's more than once a week, dude. She's at that. She's dancing all the time. She's out always it's out there awesome. dancing, dude. It's awesome. It's really cool. It's, yeah. it's majestic. That's what I'm saying. I respect this woman. I've never even met her. It's like you walk by her house and there's like a magical presence or something about it. I want to know more about her. Yeah, she I want to know more about this woman this for is, sure. This is funny because, I, I mean, it's caught my attention as well, but Alex put in really nice words the other day. Um, she literally has a staircase that is welcoming strangers like up to her house dude it's crazy this is the craziest Every, part of all we live in we live in a, a this is crazy. A neighborhood where everyone has 12 foot walls we live in not house. a neighborhood dude we live in a country where everyone has 12 foot walls around us our our wall is more than 12 feet and dude. this this that little little bitty across the street this little old lady okay so every house paint the, yeah paint the picture like Every house in Honduras has 12-foot giant walls with, like, razor wire. Not barbed wire, razor wire. Like, coiled razor wires. Yeah. Like, like looks, you... every house looks like a mini prison. It's crazy. And then on our street, we have this plantation house that's completely exposed. Might as well have a picket fence With the salsa dancing abuela. And she has no sort of security whatsoever. Like, you can literally step over her little fence into her yard and... No gate, no lock, nothing. Like this rickety little and old has these these stairs, stairs the little, literally little going down onto the street. I've drove I've driven by yeah. at night. I've driven by during the day. I've walked by, and people, strangers, sit down on these stairs. It's crazy. Like, people in don't, Honduras. One thing is the fact that the stairs are there, and then the other thing is like they're her stairs. What? How come so many different people are sitting on them? I'm climbing know. up them. She has, she's magical, I'm telling you. Anyway, and then underneath her house, because it's up on stilts, she will go walk by and she's just dancing, man. Dancing. It's crazy. And it's, and it's like. It's cool because they've got this like little yellow light bulb. And she's, and, and she's not, and she's dancing to like, I don't know, I don't like Honduran music really. I don't really like Latin music much at all. But like, and I don't know much about it, but you can tell this is like, quality like classic latin music like it's not the kind of stuff you hear today it's uh, it's like classical latin music i don't know do you recognize it you know more on that no idea. i don't i don't recognize i don't know the music is just like it's like pretty music which like you don't really hear in Honduras. you always just hear like loud poppy music blaring and then all of a sudden it's just like this like i don't know very pretty music but like upbeat and she's like dancing to it and sometimes she has a partner this like Younger woman comes over. Yeah, you there's a younger that? woman there. There's a younger woman that comes over and like dances to her, and like in the middle of Honduras, which is just like this crazy place, like everything's you know defended by guns and barbed wire. There's like this completely exposed house, like a little house, with a little old lady dancing to like this really pretty music under it. It's just like crazy, and it's right across the street from us. And then we yeah. have this forty foot never... wall wire with like it might have machine guns on top of it. Our house yeah. looks like a freaking fortress. It's crazy. Man. It looks like a tank. It's literally built like a tank. 
Look at this. It's like, it really, it's like a castle. We're in a castle. We can defend it from the roof. We Dude, can, our house is a... It's crazy. It's a fucking fortress. It's, it looks insane. It looks insane. We look like crazy people. Yeah. We but, definitely have the most, ex- like... But, like, I think we live on a particularly like, underprotected street. Because I'm telling you, there's a magical presence about the street. I feel like this street is, like, nothing... We haven't seen anyone die on the street. I haven't seen any fights on the street. The dogs don't do, get too crazy on the street. Like, we haven't been robbed on this street, but we... I have, you have, and our friends have been robbed, like, two feet off this street, but not on our block. Our block is chill. And that's... Our block doesn't have... We don't have problems with the neighbors. No, our block is chill. And, like... good block. We're the craziest people on our block, I think. Like, if I'm scared of anyone on this block, it'd be us. Yeah. And we're cool dudes. I don't know, man. Our neighbor across the street was in the military here. Oh, he Will Fred is oh, crazy, but he's, you can tell he's chill and people respect him. Because Wilfredo doesn't have much of a fence either, man. No, dude, not Wilf- at all. But Wilfredo, like, leaves the door open. So says, Wilfred- come on in. Wilfredo lived directly across from us. Like, Wilfredo can probably hear us right now. He's because I'm man. And, he, and he's probably watching us. Because I think that guy watches us all the time. Someone watches us from he, someone ke- He keeps his eye on us, I think. Someone's keeping an eye out. Anyway, Wilfredo lives right across the street. He owns a bunch of buses. That, like, go from here to, like, Santa Rita, which is, like, a smaller town that's, what, like, 30 minutes south of here? Yeah. And uh, he is, a you know, owns all these buses, so they're back and forth in front of his house all day, and he's got these little, like, bus workers that, like, skip off the bus and, like, deliver him, like, wads of cash. It's awesome. And his boy, Al, uh, Alejandro, pulls up on the dot every day at... Like, 11 a.m. and, like, 5.15 p.m. Every day, because I watch him every day, so I'm sitting here writing and reading and whatever. And every day, this dude, Alejandro, pulls up, and he rolls out, and, like, he hands Wilfredo some cash. And I, I think they're business partners. I've talked to him, um, you know, plenty of times, but I've never gotten to, like, their business dealings. But, I don't know, I respect both those dudes. I respect both those dudes, Wilfredo and Alejandro. You like the punctuality? Or? I love Alejandro's punctuality, for sure, dude. That guy has a lot of personality characteristics that a lot of Hondurans uh, could emulate. So hopefully he spreads his wisdom. Um, Anyway, (laughs) no, I like both those dudes. I think those two guys would be very interesting to talk to, to interview. uh, Yeah. And then, I don't know, man. I might have you handle handle that last one in the corner because quite honestly... I'm not afraid of them. Like, I don't think they're going to do anything to us. But that place creeps me out. No, dude, I don't really want to do that house either. That place creeps me out. I think there might be, like, 65 people living in that house. There's a ton of people living in... It's the worst house. It's crazy long. because, like, we're talking about this stuff, it's and like these people could easily hear like us right now. If any of these people spoke English, they could hear us right now. Yeah, that's true. And, like... Uh, you never know, too. And, and it's not far away at all. Like, I could... Throw a rock and hit it. Throw a rock and hit it like sitting down. It's right next to us. Yeah, strong. But like we can just sit. But it's great because our house is designed like a spaceship. Like it's. Wait, bizarre. but you're talking about you're talking about the people on the other side of the room, right? I'm with, talking about these the people. The very Oreo? sketchy like workshop here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those yeah. people are n- those. I don't know They're what's going on in there. They're friendly, but maybe a little too friendly. I don't know, man. 
Anyway, our house is designed like cousins? a float. It's like a fortress. I feel like we're in like a sea or something. I feel like it's kind of like a boat, dude. Like it's and like a boat. Because it's actually triangular shaped. Um, so if you're standing it's very on the it's roof, narrow. you can almost feel like you're, you're at like the, the bow of a boat. That's a very excellent. That's an excellent description. It's like a boat. And, and, and the best part is like yeah. we have this open like deck right below the very top, like on our second floor. And it's like open, you can see everything. And then if you go to the roof, obviously the roof is open, you can see everything, everything. everything. But then like we use this second floor window as like our viewing area, it's our living room, it's our workout room, it's our office. And but like so we're seeing the street all day long. But the street can also see us. But the street can also see us. It's not like we're observing, you know, behind like a double mirror. The, The street sees us and we see them. And I'm sure they have even more questions than we do, dude. Because oh, they come no by doubt. all the time. And, like, people in Honduras, like, El Progreso is not a place where there's many white people or, like, everyone's pretty much the same. Or secrets and like anywhere. lower class Hondurans. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you walk by this one house that already looks like a fortress. And then up on this, like, bizarre. balcony are, like... Two, two gringos, gringos doing like whatever God knows, what, God knows what we're doing and I know plenty of these people see me naked no doubt about it <laughs> I walk out here naked way too much uh, so anyway it'll be very interesting to interview these people get to know these people and see what see what some of these people think about us like what the hell are those like yeah what are they what are you guys giant doing white people here? doing up there and like why are they like up there stretching so much <laughs> it's crazy um, but yeah, this one on the corner, man, I think you have to take that one because I have no idea what's going okay. on over there. I'll take that one if you take the one on the other side of the corner. And we're going to step off our block, bro? No, dude. The one where the dude always stands out front, Oof. just sits there on the corner with his arms Fuck crossed no. all Fuck day. No. Uh-uh. There's no way I'm he's, going over there. He's the, he, I would say he's the person dude, that's what I'm who, telling you He's about. the person that I feel most often watches us. Dude. Oh, dude. I guarantee that guy's watching us right now somehow. He probably has his house bugged. Dude, that dude is so creepy. That that's what I'm telling you, that's but that's right off our block. That's yeah. right step no, off our block. So that's what I'm telling you, our block has a magical presence about it, but like literally right off like our little bubble, our little shank, sanctuary of a block. Shit. There's the shadiest dude you will ever meet in your life who stands there with these weird hours. Big of the night. dark glasses on at God knows what hour of the night. And morning and afternoon, he like doesn't move. He's like a statue. Whenever, yeah. And just stares at us. Yeah, if we're on the <laughs> roof, if you're up on the roof, it's so creepy, man. You so up on the roof, creepy. like you think like do 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 do. I'm up on the roof, like half naked, eating you know, like a bowl of granola, and then you're like, whoa, why is that guy I staring directly ran. at me? And he certainly has been doing so for some time now. Yeah, dude. And the weirdest part is, we always have to go by him to go to the grocery store. So we walk right by him, right next all the time. But like, we never say anything to him. He he could just down his post, and but like, we're so sketched out by him, we don't want to say anything to him. But also, like, I feel kind of embarrassed that like he's just staying. I I feel embarrassed for him, kind of. Like, dude, why the why you keep watching us? Yeah, <laughs> like it's That's so, so creepy. Weird, like yeah. you gotta know you're kind of creepy. I remember the first time. But who I knows noticed, what this dude's up to? I remember. The, I remember the first time to. I noticed though was like I was up on the roof in the one one morning like working out, and I was like doing like jumping jacks or, or like not doing like burpees. So I was like popping down and then popping back up. And I remember I was doing it for a little while. And I was like, it would be so weird if someone was just like watching me do this. 
And when I said and thought that to myself, I looked around and there was this dude just staring right up at me. Dude, and I know. And it was like from that moment that I had already like positioned in my mind, like it would be fucking weird if someone saw me. It's, someone saw me there. and not only saw me, it was just staring. He and then so like any, anytime you're on the roof, you like glance over there now. I like, kind of glance over there and he's always staring. Dude, he's always there. I'm, he's probably there right now. I don't even want to give he him a look. He probably speaks English too of all people. Oof. Dude, that guy speaks English for a big trouble. <laughs> We are in big trouble. I don't think he's ever seen me naked because I never go up there naked, but <laughs> I feel like he knows everything about me. I feel like he knows everything. He might, he might have a book. He probably, I think he keeps detailed notes on what we do. Anyway, we may step across the street to interview that dude, but I don't know. I, I don't think funeral. anyone's coming back. I would definitely interview the funeral house. <laughs> I'll go and Sam's going to interview the funeral and I'm dead three hours later. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I think we go over there and we might not be coming back. Um, but yeah, that would be a Should very... we invite him over here? We could make like <sighs> pecan pie Oof. and get him, uh, try to get the home field advantage. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to know, like, I don't want that guy entering our, our, our sheltered gates here. Well, I certainly don't either. I don't either. I'll leave him out there. Um, and then we've got, uh, these people that make hats. Who makes hats? Do you remember when they made all those hats and they had all the feathers out on the street Hold for on. the marching bands? What? What's we like an hour. We got five more stuff. I'm gonna go pee real quick. We'll finish up five minutes. All right. Oh, oh, my bad. We're going. All right, we have four minutes and thirty seconds left. We're trying to keep all these right. like thirty minutes, and we are at twenty-five forty right now. So we're so, just trying to wrap up our thoughts. Yeah, I don't so we're just gonna we're talking about. We're gonna bring it home real quick on the block. Um... Our block's fucking cool. Uh, just off our block, not a, not a good scene. Um, so just off our block, we have that creepy dude who stands out on the corner with his Very shades creepy. on staring at us. Super creepy guy. And then on the other side, we have a funeral home. Oof. God, dude, that's never great to be right next to a funeral home. I didn't even think about that. We, um, our block is so creepy. Or outside go, our block is. If you come back onto our block... We've got uh, like a seamstress, people that can like take your pants up, like fix your shirt or whatever. They can make you a dress. They make all of the marching band hats for the high schools here in Progresso, which is a huge thing in September. So the the whole like their whole place was just full of feathers and stuff in uh, all of September, October, and then. that's it for the block. And then, that's, and then we have that's the it for the big, block. big, vacant And we have a big, uh, vacant lot, lot which us. is just full of iguanas. It's like an iguana farm. Oh, man, we could do a whole podcast. We, we got to wrap on up. On like, farm. We could do a whole we podcast. We should get info on iguanas for people. No, like, no, not just iguanas. iguanas. We should do a whole podcast on all of our potential ideas oh, for how yeah. we're going to develop this lot. You don't want to do then a we could podcast take, like, on iguanas? That's no, so dude, I don't want to do it. I'll do a, I'm going to do a special, like, five-minute podcast <laughs> on iguanas if anyone over. wants to, to get in on it. You know what happens when you fly solo? Every artist fails. I'm like, leave the group. I'm going to do it with Al. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I want to do a podcast on this. I think it, this On the has, ideas that we have for the vacant Yeah, park, I think this is a very... For the, for the parking lot. This is a very interesting case study, or I guess hypothetical case study, because it only exists in our head, but of, like... Development of Honduras and development of a what Honduras does El Progreso need and what does our potential city, which is a very, it is a growing city, a thriving city, what does it need in like an acre of space of empty space? What does a thriving city need? And like yeah. all of our ideas, our ideas that we've thought out, 
about how to develop this giant empty lot, which we have this perfect view of all the time when we go up to our roof and we can just like see this giant empty lot we can, and we just can like observe it. Yeah, we can and we can measure it. it. We could yeah. build models of it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's our love. It's and everything. And so we spend here. a ton of time discussing what we could do with that empty lot. Uh, and so we have some very interesting thoughts on that. I think we'd do a full 30 minutes on that easy. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, it's a very interesting neighborhood. It's been a very interesting time here in Honduras and inside our house, outside our house, on our block, and definitely uh, around the country. So, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, the, the only other... Final comment. Just to, just to wrap up again on this block, like, it's, I just want to really drive this... You love this, the block, bro. I just really want to drive this point home. Um, so if you go off the other end of our block, uh, just beyond the, the dancing old, uh, lady's house, we mm -hmm. have a radio tower. Ooh. Um, so that's, I mean, a lot of people say that's not very good to live next to, but oh, that's dude, just, I even thought about that. We gotta bring stuff like that up. That's just off our block. And then right across <sighs> from, right across from, formal anxiety. Why would you mention that? Right across from the radio tower, there are two trees. Two little shrubbery trees and some house that's like like really tucked away behind them. You can barely see the house, and and they say that people hide in those trees. What to assault people? What they say people? That's they Dude. say there's been a lot of assaults right on that street. The last just off sixty block. seconds of you talking has like, oh my god, about to make my mind explode. So wait, oh god, there's people. So this on those trees that Alex, I walk by block, four times block, a day. It's filled night. with people waiting to kill me. It ha would happen at night. But this this block, like, in this direction, there are tons of assaults. Oh, my God. At, like, at night. No, I knew that, dude. I mean, I know, I know what goes down in Honduras. But I didn't realize in that tree that I could hit a football with from here that there's, like, dudes right now, like, waiting to jump out <laughs> with, like, a butcher knife and cut, my, cut my eyes out. I think if we were on our roof, we might even be able to see that intersection. I'm not positive, though. We should get. We should do a podcast. Uh, we how can we do that? A camera. And yeah, just we like, could do a camera. Just is there that? We could make a documentary on just that corner. How many, how much shit goes down? There's some shady shit that goes down. Where that radio tower is, it's the radio tower is a big like uh, parking lot behind it. No, okay, that too. But there's like a 15 foot wall around the radio tower. Uh huh. There's always people inside that wall that really? I don't necessarily think work for the uh, radio tower the, the radio tower company I think it might be a cell tower is what it is no but I've that's, that's what yeah it is it's actually it is a cell tower um, and I've heard that this cell tower shouldn't have like any any frequency or anything that can actually like affect humans they say living next to radio towers actually is like bad though anyway, I don't know I don't even want to think about that right now because I'm not going to leave any time within the next seven months but I just don't want to live next to that thing for the next decade anyway uh, and then right next to the the nuclear radioactive radio tower is a tree with apparently assailants awaiting, yeah, so waiting to murder you no, and not, take your not money. The, it's not like the tree. It's not the tree that you can see from here. It's like when you're walking, if you were to leave our, our, our door and then take a left and just like walk through that intersection, um, you know those two like shrubs? There's like two green uh -huh. shrubbery things on the left side of the road on the corner of the uh -huh. street that like if you're walking towards our house you always think like a car's gonna come yeah, flying yeah. around it and hit you yeah it's in those that they'll they have oh, they're not in trees no they're like hiding behind those like oh dude i was thinking them things. like hanging like like in the trees like like they're in like peter pan or so or, like no but that would be something. a pretty sick uh and like jumping cool down from the spider-man style and like 
trying to stab me. No, I don't think anyone's going to Either way, your not a great situation. There's people <laughs> hiding in shrubbery, like, on an intersection that I walk by six, no, ten times a day. Uh, I guess I've, I've fared well thus far. But they're so close to that radio tower, they're like, I don't know. They spend too much time in that radio tower. It's like zombies coming out of trees as we walk by. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> radioactive zombies. Oh, man. No, but I'd like to do a podcast on the... On the Radio tower? No, the empty lot. Oh, the solar. Yeah, the solar. Oh, I definite like podcast. Sure. Wasn't that like 10 minutes ago we said that? Anyway, we're over time now. We're two minutes, 30 seconds over time. Yes, we should do, definitely do a podcast on the solar. That is on our short list of podcast topics. Uh, that's it, right? I actually want to go upstairs and look at it now. Let's do it.